Welcome to Murder Mysteries with Ned and James. I am James with my cohort, Ned, where we shall bring to you sounds of a podcast for your ear holes. There we go. Now recording episode 3.5, the one between the Valentine's Day special, a.k.a. intermission, a.k.a. interlude. And welcome, everybody, to Murder Mysteries with Ned and James. And as we are doing a mini-sode, because this past week has been a complete and utter catastrophe for all of us. Oh, it has been the, like, the dog's bollocks. It has been bad. Well, you know, so, like, I told, I think I told some of you guys back in January, I lost my job, so... I've been, like, over the last week, I've been in and out of interviews. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I think I, I got sick last Saturday whenever we were going to do our game. And then it just kind of carried on into the week. And then by the time Thursday rolled around, I just hadn't gotten any better. Yeah. And then right about Friday or Saturday, I started to feel better. But I was still, like, exhausted because I hadn't had much of any time. Like, so I was taking those interviews while doing uh, jobs for my own um, mobile mechanic jobs, mobile, mobile mechanic business. So, like, I, was, <laughs> I haven't had any real time to break. And so, and then I think yesterday you had a bad day. Yeah. So. Yeah, yesterday was let's fire the therapist day. It was bad, like, it's just been bad since last episode. It's like every day since last Thursday has been Throat Punch Thursday, and here we are on Tuesday, finally recording an episode we usually record on Thursday, and it's it's only Tuesday, and this has been the longest week ever. Yeah, it, it, like, it, had, it felt really, really long. And I also want to point out something. I don't know if you noticed this, but we kind of have a semi-established pattern now of sticking to the topic of our podcast one episode, and then like the next episode, we go a little off the rails. I mean, that's our brand. Our brand is to be chaotic neutral. So, uh, you're welcome. That's what I bring to the table, is chaos. So you are going to tell us as to why people in Dallas kill. Okay, so let me explain you this. So I live about 20 miles away from downtown Dallas. No problem, right? Right. It's absolutely every, every like, worst nightmare problem. Like, it took me an hour and a half to get to downtown Dallas this morning from my house, and I left at, like, 6.15. So I got there about 7.30, 6, 7.40-ish. And there was, like, nothing but, like, traffic. Like, the fastest we were going on a highway system that you're supposed to be going, like, 70, 75, was, like, 30. And I was like, you know what? There's not even a point to be mad this morning because it's every lane. Like, there's no there's no, no speeding up lane. There's no slowing down. Like, it was just consistently flag. It was just horrible. Like, molasses in fall, molasses in winter. It was just dragging on and on and on. 
And I was like, you know what? I fully understand why everybody wants to murder each other in Dallas because nobody wants to be stuck on a fucking parking lot of an interstate. And I'm just like... That, that doesn't sound fun to you? Not at all. Really? Uh, you, <laughs> I can tell you're getting me back for noodles now. <laughs> it's like... It's like driving in Atlanta. It's like, if it doesn't matter where you're at in Atlanta. It's like, oh, you have to go somewhere in Atlanta, and it's 10 minutes down the road. It's going to take you about 45. Oh, you're going to go about 15 miles up the road? Yeah, I'll take you an hour and a half. Oh, give me a quick second here. Give me a quick second. Pausing while we give Ned a quick second. Husband, how's your week been? I hate it. Yeah, yeah. Work is dumb. Does require to pay the bills, though. I did get to go to Atlanta with this hot chick last weekend. Oh, really? Come back. Welcome back. I'm, I'm going to be back for like the next five minutes. <laughs> Excellent. And then I have to, and then I have to go quiet again. Um, but like, so on contrast, so I left my house at like six fifteen, right? So if I had left my house at six, I would have been there at like six. That's that's the difference 15 minutes makes in Dallas. And that is the annoyance of my life. Like, I remember going into work at, like, leaving the house at, like, 7 and being able to make it to my job at, like, 7.30, 7.45 reliably. And, like, and, and me and the boyfriend unit, we were over here talking about it. And he was like, somewhere around, like, 2014, Dallas just became, like, overpopulated to where, like, you can't get nowhere fast. Like, we lived off of the highway. We lived off of, like, 635, a major highway. And if we wanted to go anywhere, we had to leave, like, 30, 40 minutes early. Especially if it was, like, near 5 o'clock, like... If it was adjacent to 5 o'clock, like if it was 4 or 6, we had to leave almost an hour before the time we needed to be there in order to be there on time. And I was like, you're right. It's just, it's, 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 it's crazy. And like, our, our road system for Dallas sucks. And here's the problem. They're always working on it. Like, I'm 33 now. I'm going to be 34 this year. I don't think I have once at all in my life traveled down one of our interstates and there not been some version of work happening. Like, it is just always in a state of, like, getting fixed. And I'm like, at some point, you guys are going to fix it. And the problem is, is that whenever they fix it, they fix it for shit like 20 years ago, probably. And then by the time it's fixed, it's like... I guess it's time to start tearing it back up again and fixing it again. And I'm like, just, just fix the roads. Like, what are we paying you taxes for? What, what are, where, what are, what and where are all is all of this money the government wants to take from me out of my paycheck, tax me on for just existing? Where in the hell is all of that money going? And it's going. Nowhere. It's going to pay for like politicians to do nothing. And I was just like, 
That's a whole other tirade. Let's not get on that. What we're talking about is why people in Dallas kill each other, and it's it's because of the goddamn traffic. <laughs> that will make you absolutely insane. Like there have been times where I've just thought about, well, I'm on this bridge. I know the quickest way to point from point A to point B is a straight line, and I want to be downstairs from this bridge. Like, ooh, <laughs> and so like, I went to go get her this morning, my roommate, and I normally drop her off in the evenings as well. So here in about roughly an hour, I'm gonna be having to go take her into work, and it's not really a problem. But like, I just every every day this week I have gone. To drop her off or pick her up, it's been traffic. And, and we're talking like a sea of red lights. And I was like, you know, we, we, I see, we see a lot of like murder mysteries and stuff like that and like things where people are like, people over in Dallas are genuinely insane. Look, our freaking Amber Alerts have gone off like four times this week and we're only on Tuesday. Well, maybe people should stop kidnapping people in Dallas. That's what I'm saying is like they just crazy over here. They just and it's it's the oppressive grinding nature of living in a metroplex that is like it's 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 literally like grinding all of uh all of the like goodness and like sanity out of your body. It's like that's it's like a machine, and it's just designed to throw you in and spit you out less than you were whenever you went in. And I'm like, it's horrible. It's it's absolutely atrocious. And this, I don't, I don't, I mean, we're just using Dallas as an example here, but like, I imagine how it feels in most major cities. Like, it always feels like no matter how you try to get ahead, you're always behind. And like, I can see how that would lead people to like just want to just take out all of their frustrations in the worst ways possible. I'm like, look, ooh, when I tell you the people, in, I, I'll be honest with you, the people in DFW, baby, half of them don't know how to drive. They will just jump a lane. No lights, no indicators, just jump right into your lane. They won't even wait to be past your car. They will just hop into that lane and expect you to be like, well, let me just slam on my brakes and hope the people behind me are paying attention. And then that's where you get that, like, road rage. And I just, there's been a couple times where I'm like, I'm I'm very thankful that don't own a gun because you probably would be losing a tire right now. <laughs> wow. See, we had, our crazy that we had today was my husband sends me a text message of a screenshot that he received a Facebook friend request. From an individual. Now, this individual, we know her. Let's uh, let's give her a fake name. What's a good fake name for her? Uh, Lindsay. Lindsay. Okay. What's what's a good fake name for him? Christopher. Okay. So we have Lindsay and Christopher, who we used to play in our troop game with back like twenty years ago. We know them. Like we've known Christopher since he was nineteen, and she was, you know, she's. About two years older, one or two years older than husband over here. And I'm not saying we were friends with these people. We knew them. So 
back in 2017, they got arrested because their six dogs tried to eat Christopher's mother. Oh, I think this is that moment where he said he was going to disappear. Well, that felt anticlimactic now. It does. We could always choose different names. Well, okay, you know what? Let's pause here and until he comes back. So what? what's up with you and the chick you went to Atlanta with? Like, do I need to stab her? I mean, I could do it for you. I mean. I could a bitch. I, I, I feel like I should be threatening the fact that some hot chick went to Atlanta with husband. That's, that's offensive. It's all right. Her, her kids were there. My kids were there. I will stab a bitch. <laughs> we'll cut a bitch. We took pictures and shit. She even bought a couple of things with my money. Hear me now. Really? Your money. All right. So where did you last hear off? I was listening to you. You guys were talking about how some dogs almost ate a person. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay. So, yeah. So what had happened was they all... Wow, I almost used their real names. Lindsay and Christopher lived in this trailer with Christopher's mother. And the mom stayed in the back part of the trailer in her room. But the electricity didn't work back there. So to cook food, she had to go up to the main part of the trailer to be able to cook the food. So she went up there to go make some popcorn. Well, apparently, Lindsay and Christopher kept their six dogs that they had locked in one of the bedrooms. And you know those trailer bedroom doors. It's just particle board. Yeah. Apparently, they also had not been feeding said dogs because these dogs were starving to the point that they broke down the goddamn door. Yeah, that's crazy. They broke down the goddamn door and attacked her and proceeded to gnaw and chew they were literally eating her oh my god that's horrible so she managed to you know get open one of the doors and get two of the dogs outside and shut the door and she found something that a plunger or something that she could hit them with and like hit them dragged her body back to her room in the trailer where she was able to shut the door again and call her other son for help and um, so she called him and told him, you know, you know, the dogs are eating me. The dogs are eating me. And so the son calls his brother, Christopher, and says, tells him what's happening. And his response is, don't hurt the dogs. Lindsay will be upset. Not once does he ask about his mother. So by the time they get there, back to the trailer, the cops have already arrived along with the ambulance and everything like that. And they're trying to hunt down the dogs. And Lindsay is all trying to run in ahead of everybody to go, you know, I don't know what she's planning on doing, saving the dogs somehow. I don't freaking know. By the time we're done, like this woman has lost limbs. She lost both of her legs because of the nerve damage. She lost one of her arms. Like it's horrendous. And so Lindsay and Christopher get sentenced 20 years each. He got extra years. He had like 14 counts of credit card fraud, one count of theft by taking, because apparently after all this happened, he took his mom's credit card and went and bought stuff with it. Like video games. Like video games. It does get better. Uh, Lindsay, when she was on the phone with 
the police department said that her dogs were chihuahuas. So the ambulance did not have emergency lights on as they were responding to the call because they did not know the severity of these dog attacks. I think only two of them were chihuahuas. The rest of them were very big dogs. So, and then they got like animal cruelty. They got abuse of an elder, of the elderly. Like, yeah, they ended up getting at least 20 years in prison. So this morning, husband gets a Facebook friend request from Lindsay, which leads us on a whole thing because now we're like, is she out of jail? Because she had been trying to appeal her case by blaming it all on Christopher. And supposedly he was okay with that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So they're both still in jail. Neither one of them are out on parole. Um, He is in our local prison system, and she is a couple counties away in a different prison system. So. Right. I mean, so the moral of the story is Alpo, Alpo, or they'll take your damn legs. Yeah. Alpo goes a long way. Like, teach, teach damn animals. Like. I get it. I've been in that. I've been in a space before where um, I didn't make a lot of money. Like when I first started living on my own, I, and I am I am totally not paying attention to the light. That that's the kind of day I'm having. Is everything staring me in the face? But you know, when I first started living on my own, I didn't make a lot of money. I made like eight dollars and seventy three cents. And there were there were days where like if I was eating. I had to, like, portion out my food and make it to where my animal could eat some of the food because I couldn't afford to get... There was there was days where I had to pick between putting gas in the car or food in the house, and, you know, it's always that gamble you take. You know, you got to put gas in your car so that you can go to work, so that you can make a job, so that you can pay your rent and at least keep a roof over your head. And sometimes I'd have enough money and I'd be able to afford to get the food for the cat and some food for myself. But I tried to always keep food for the cat. I remember one time, I remember whenever um, McDonald's had a thing and it was like 50, a 50 McNuggets for like 10 bucks, right? Yeah, I remember that deal. I, I got two of those and my buddy... Me and my buddy, we were just laughing because we were like, they're, they're going to look at us like we're crazy walking around with 100 McNuggets. And, like, I wasn't joking. I was like, for 20 bucks, I got 100 McNuggets. Okay? And that was, like, two large things of fries, two large sodas, and 100 McNuggets. I took those nuggets home, and I debreaded about 25 of them. And so I gave my cat, I like, Tore them up into pieces and all that. I gave them about two. I gave them about two nuggets a day um, until I could afford to get some actual cats. And you know, it doesn't sound like the most healthiest thing in the world, but like he's eating like two nuggets a day. I don't care what anybody says. I'm putting protein into his belly. At least you're not starving him. <laughs> right. And I was like, I had to make. I had to make do on fifty nuggets for a week. My cat got a good portion of those nuggets, and to be fair, you know, twenty nuggets a day comes out to about ten, about ten to twelve days. So he had, and I just once I got him the food, I just basically I kept doing it until I ran out of nuggets. I just gave him the extra nuggets because why not? I'm not going to eat them. 
but like he ate and you know that's that's one of those things you know you, when you have a life that kind of depends on you it's it's your job to take care of it and so if he was an indoor outdoor cat i'm pretty sure if i had just let him outside he would have been fine he'd have gone and found something to scrounge up he was a very smart cat. He was very independent. He was more, more or less. He didn't. He only needed me for the roof over his head. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't need me for much else. <laughs> but I think the moral of the story is: don't fucking starve. Pit bull rescues. Yeah, no, don't don't starve your fucking animals. They like, deserve to eat like you deserve to eat. I mean, seriously. And then it's like. When your animals are starving to the point that they resort to trying to eat an entire person, you know, maybe show some compassion for the person that your animals tried to eat. Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. Right? <laughs> you know, you make that make that joke, but in all fairness, when 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 I first got my cat, we had him when he was born. Well, my mom wasn't trying to keep another cat. We had its father. She didn't want to keep any more cats or kittens. We kind of found homes for majority of the cats and kittens. Well, Jack was the runt, and uh, I always liked him, and, like, he gravitated towards me and all that stuff. We homed him out, and then they came back, like, a week and a half later, and he was basically just, he was already small, but, like, he was basically just skin and bones. And he was, like, barely, like, a month or two old, it hurt. It hurt my soul. I was like, "That was my favorite cat of the whole litter." I had to like nurse him back, and like, I, so I, I found out that you know you can't you can't just give them food and water and expect them to be able to just jump straight back from that. No, you gotta you gotta no. you gotta take that food and you gotta mix it with water and basically turn it into a nutrient slurry. Yeah. Because they're they're not going to be able to digest that food because they don't have they're malnourished they're underhydrated they're dehydrated so like you're having to you're having to put both things in their body at once and make sure they don't choke. Yep. They came back and said we don't know why he's not eating. Or da, 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 this, that and the other. And I just I took him back and I said I, no no. My mom I was like I told my mom I said we are not rehoming my cat. <laughs> and so. My God, I brought him back and I had him for about 14 years. And I was like, it didn't take much. Just a little bit of like love and some food. <laughs> and like I said, he was an indoor outdoor cat for a good vast majority of his life. He's pretty, pretty smart. And like just locking your animals up like that and then not feeding them. Like at some point you have to go, huh. I wonder where my dog is. I haven't seen him in three days. Well, I'm surprised at the fact that the dogs didn't try to eat one of the two chihuahuas. They probably didn't because them chihuahuas probably threatened they asked If you come over here looking at me, I'm going to take a bite so big out of your ass, you ain't going to walk right for three days. <laughs> like, chihuahuas are notoriously aggressive. Like, they are just an aggressive little breed. And you know what it is? It's that Napoleon complex. Well, yeah. They're so tiny, they think they're big, and but like you know, this is just this is just me talking. Like I, everybody, there's there's people out there who are like gonna be like, my chihuahua was a saint. It would never bite another person. Well, like we're just talking in general terms here. Like 
generally speaking, most people, when they see a pit bull, their first, their gut reaction is to react like, oh, my God, that's an aggressive dog. And then when they see a chihuahua, they're just like, oh, look at how cute it is. But in reality, it's the damn chihuahua, at least in my reality. I have had more chihuahuas run up and try to bite me on the ankle than I have had pit bulls try to take me out. And I'm just like, <laughs> them chihuahuas are aggressive, man. Well, yeah, it's it's like that whole thought process of, you know you, you're tiny, and you know that, you know, you're the one that people are going to come after because you are smaller. So it's like, oh, these hawks are going to try to get me. It's like, you know what? If I just act crazy, nobody's going to fuck with me because they all think that bitch is crazy. Yeah, yeah. That is what I do. Well, you know, like I said, just, you know, take care of your dogs. And, like, I know I know that traffic gets out of pocket no matter what city, especially big cities you live in. Just take a breath, because, like, everybody's in the same boat as you. Nobody wants to be in traffic. Nobody literally wakes up in the morning and goes, Bog, it's going to be a perfect day to sit in traffic. Oh, speaking <laughs> of which, we actually had recently this whole event where um, these two cars, they were driving on the road having a shootout with each other, and, of course, one of them got hit by the bullets and died. But still, it was like... Oh. Action film! Two cars! Shoot out as they drive! My god. Do you, I don't know if you... Oh my god. I don't know if you ever... This is this is really off topic here. I don't know if you ever played Sabat, but... <laughs> when we when I was playing in Sabat, we came up with Demolition Derby. And literally, we went out and, and stole these cars and came back and like... <laughs> proceeded to Demolition Derby into each other like it was a pack versus pack game <laughs> and and like at one point i remember my my gang role i turned into an octopus and protected my pack <laughs> and we just kind of kept the guy who was driving just kind of kept running into people and we just kept going until our car couldn't go no more <laughs> wow but i was sitting there because you know i had i had high levels of potence but everybody was like just use lusk he's a great steal <laughs> Like the pack took no damage. <laughs> well, I think that's a good episode for a mini sode. So, uh, yes, we we promise you next week we will have part two of our Valentine's Day episode, assuming that this Thursday does not continue like the rest of this week has. I think I think we lost Ned again. Are you yelling your road your road rage at people? Well. While Ned finishes cursing out other drivers, uh, feel free to send us an email. Our email is linked in the description of this episode. We appreciate your patience as we go through these traumatic times in our lives, dealing with traffic and crazy people sending us Facebook friend requests. Um, technological differences. Lots of technological difficulties and differences. <laughs> But, okay, um, yeah, feel free to send us an email or uh, take pity on us and send us money. We accept money. We also accept chicken nuggets, apparently. That, that is a currency. Chicken nuggets can be a currency. If you really want to get in good with us, you get us some Chick-fil-A. Because, you know, Chick-fil-A. They put, like, crack in that chicken batter. 
Jesus, chicken. Ned, are you done cursing out the other drivers yet? So, yeah, send us an email. Uh, leave us your opinions, thoughts. What are your crazy road rage stories? Oh, I heard Ned. We will take road rage stories. Yes, we will take those. Yeah, I'll have some. Uh, I'll have some later. Like I said, I normally uh, I vent while I'm in the pocket while I'm driving, and uh, I, I say some off the wall crazy shit. So get in and eat. So yes, send us emails and money and chicken nuggets. Uh, you can. Find us in a lot of places now. Don't try to find us at work. We don't like that. <laughs> the chicken nuggets are appreciated. They really are appreciated. Uh, you can make you can make donations of chicken nuggets in uh, Jack's name to us. Yes, you can. Um, okay, I'm gonna head out so I can go in here and take the food in. All right. Well, everybody have a Happy Throat Punch Thursday, and thank you for joining us on this absolutely random and spontaneous mini-sode. Yes, the mini-sode. The mini-sode. The intermission. Intermission. What was the full name of this, this episode again? The, it is episode 3.5, The Intermission, a.k.a. The Interlude. There you go. That is the name of the episode. Thank you, Ned, for contributing with the name of an episode. <laughs> All right. All right. Everybody have a good day, and we will not be here. Bye. Bye.